0: Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the lilies of the woods. When we think of lilies, we may picture pots of elegant white Easter lilies, or the large colorful hybrid lilies that grow in our gardens. Although there are nearly 4,000 different species of lilies worldwide, most of us are probably only familiar with these cultivated varieties but here in the main woods we have many native lilies that are blooming right now. Most are small and not very conspicuous. Nevertheless, they are sisters of the showy cultivated lilies and share the same heritage of the lily as the sacred flower of many ancient cultures." The lilies we see most often that grow in the wild are daylilies. These large, beautiful orange lilies are not native, however, but were imported from East Asia in the 19th century and subsequently escaped from house gardens. Another lily you might recognize is Lily of the Valley, but this too is an alien escapee from cultivated gardens. Our native lilies are far less conspicuous. In fact, you need to take off into the woods to find them, because they prefer to grow on the forest floor, blooming in the spring before the trees leaf out and block the sun. The largest wild lily in our woods is the red trillium, also known as wake-robin, because it blooms so early. Each ten-inch-tall plant has a single dark red blossom, Wake robin is also called beth root or birth root because it was used by Native Americans as an aid in childbirth. Solomon's seal and false Solomon's seal are also native lilies. Solomon's seal has been bred up to be a more robust garden plant, but we can f- still find them in the woods in their n- natural form with their bell-like white flowers suspended along the underside of the long stalk. False Solomon seal sprouts a cluster of tiny white flowers at the end of the stalk. Another native lily, Indian cucumber, has delicate bell white bell like flowers and an edible root that tastes like cucumber. Other main lilies that brighten the forest floor are Clintonia, trout lily, bellwort, wild oat, and Canada mayflower. Clintonia has bright yellow bells that produce fat indigo berries later in the summer. Trout lilies have yellow bells and beautiful mottled leaves. Bellwort and wild oat produce cream-colored bell-like flowers and grow no more than six inches tall, while Canada mayflower grows in profusion along the ground with heart-shaped leaves and masses of tiny white flowers and produces pinkish-red berries in the fall. The white hellebore is our only poisonous lily, which historically was valued as an analgesic and heart sedative. Plant books advise you not to handle the white hellebore, however. It grows in wet woods and roadside ditches, and is recognized by its unique ridged leaves and sprays of tiny white flowers. The lily was named for Lilith the Sumerian-Babylonian goddess of creation, whom early Hebrews considered to be Adam's first wife. But Lilith was much too strong and independent for him. So Adam left her for the seemingly more docile Eve. And look where that got him, poor man. But I digress. Lilith was so powerful that she did not need a man to inseminate her. She fertilized herself with her own magic lily. The lily was sacred to all mother goddesses, for this flower represented the self-fertilizing power of Mother Earth. Juno, the Roman great goddess, conceived her son Mars using her magic lily. The lily was later borrowed by Christian iconography, showing the Virgin Mary being impregnated when the angel Gabriel touched her with what had become God's magic lily. The eastern symbolic equivalent of the lily was the lotus, considered to be the source of all existence. This is why the goddesses and gods of the Far East are often seen standing or sitting on a lotus blossom. And I have to add that I admire the French for choosing the fleur-de-lis, flower of the lily, as their national symbol. If you do manage to get out into the woods this month, I hope you can find some of our native lilies and reflect upon their meaning, the self-fertilizing power of Mother Earth. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.